We often hear about the awesome power of the human will, the ability to choose. I heard a preacher on the radio not long ago talk about how often people do not experience healing because they don't believe it's actually going to happen. And then he talked about a member of his family who uh, had very severe health problems, was elderly, and instead of hoping that they would be healed, just believed, chose to believe that they were healed and would thank God that they had already been healed. And that, he said, is what enabled uh, this person to, to experience healing. Um, I remember another speaker years ago talking about how her son would sometimes come to the breakfast table and just be quite depressed and she got tired of it. And um, she said to him, why do you look so depressed? He said, I am depressed. And she said, well, cheer up. Fake joy is better than genuine depression. You can just choose joy. You can choose to believe. You can choose to feel differently than you do. Those are very common teachings and um, they're deeply, 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 deeply wrong. So I bring us today to page 248 of Dallas Willard's book, The Renovation of the Heart, where uh, there's a section that is headed, we do not choose to believe or not. This is very important as we think about the role of the will and the mind, our thoughts and our feelings and our body to understand the parts and how they work and honor them. And don't put pressure on any one part to do what God did not design it to do so that they can work together in harmony when then we have a whole soul. Dallas writes, our beliefs and feelings cannot be changed by choice. Read that again. Our beliefs and feelings cannot be changed by choice. We cannot just choose to have different beliefs and feelings. But we do have some liberty to take in different ideas and information and to think about things in different ways. We can choose to take in the Word of God. And when we do that, beliefs and feelings will be steadily pulled in a godly direction. One of the worst mistakes that can be made in practical ministry is to think that people can choose to believe and feel differently. Following that, we will mistakenly try to generate faith by going through the will, possibly trying to move the will by playing on emotion. Rather, the will must be moved by insight into truth and reality. Such insight will evoke emotion appropriate to a new set of the will. This is the order of real inward change. To find something that I don't have to try to make myself believe in, it is simply clear to me that this is true. Nancy and I recently just went to see the new Top Gun movie. And Tom Cruise had been in the original Top Gun like 35 years ago. I don't know why he never ages. He actually should be making a movie about the portrait of Dorian Gray because there's something really weird going on where somebody is not able to age. But I digress. There's a moment in this movie where his commanding officer is saying to him, you know what, you are deluded. Um, with drones and technology now, machines are able to do what it used to take people to do. And you think that you, with your courage, your attitude, can make a real difference. That is not the case anymore. You are a dinosaur. You and your kind are going extinct. And Tom Cruise looked at him as he was walking out the door and said, maybe so, but not today. But not today. And that one belief might be true, world might be changing, but for today, I can make a difference. 
was enough to enable him to do what it was that he needed to do and make the movie great. Dallas goes on to talk about how his father had been a two-pack-a-day smoker up until he was in his 70s. And then in the veterans hospital, when he, where he went for healthcare one day, he saw a man smoking with the aid of a special machine that enabled him to smoke, even though his lips had been eaten away by the cancer that was caused by smoking. Della says he saw the folly of smoking and he believed it. He never smoked another cigarette. That is what belief does, though merely professed belief does not. So there's a difference between what I actually believe and what I profess to believe. Belief is when your whole being is set to act as if something is so. Say that again. Belief is when your whole being is set to act as if something is so. And that is how the commands of Jesus finally come to us as we grow. We see them to be reality. I cannot force myself to believe that what Jesus said is true. But over time, I can come to see it. And when my body is prepared to respond as though it really is more blessed to give than to receive, then I have come to the fullness of faith, to the faith that will save because it will change my life. Because then um, uh, doing what Jesus did will flow naturally from someone who believes the way that Jesus believed. Dallas goes on. C.S. Lewis tells how one day he got into the sidecar of his brother's motorcycle to travel a short distance. When he got in, he was an unbeliever still, uh, though much had happened was happening inside him. When he got out, Lewis writes about this in his book, Surprised by Joy, when he got out of the sidecar, he believed. He did not make this change. He discovered it after it had happened. And then he could confess it. And it held him. He did not hold it. And true belief at the deepest level is that way. We cannot will ourselves into it. So we do not, in general, control our beliefs or those of others. We never choose to believe, and we must not try to get ourselves or others to choose to believe. That is God's work. So if you find yourself today unable to generate a feeling of certainty, don't try to do that by will. Um, feelings will tend to fluctuate a lot. When I went parachuting out of a plane years ago, I went through a little orientation process and they told us about how safe the parachute was. And when I was in the ground, I believed it. But when I was in the plane, about 14,000 feet up in the air, there's a plane overhead right now, and I looked through the open hatch at the earth below. All of a sudden, I was filled with all kinds of doubts and questions that did not occur to me when I was on the ground 14,000 feet lower. So feelings will ebb and flow depending on the place that I am in. Uh, I cannot force myself to try to believe something. We can uh, try to understand and try to help others to understand. And beyond that, God must work. Once we understand this and stop trying to get people to, to choose to believe or to do things they really don't believe, God will certainly work as we do our part. People will progressively learn to do the things that Jesus commanded us. We will begin to see real changes in belief and emotion, and then actions will follow. There is a role for the will to play, 
but it's not to try to force myself to change my beliefs. There's a run that I do about once a week uh, outside of where we live and it's real hilly and there are three real severe slopes. And when I was running it, I got to that third slope and it was so steep and it was so painful and a little voice inside my head was saying, you are getting really old and this hill is really steep. And the idea that you can just keep on running it as if it was 10 or 20 or 30 or 40 years ago is crazy. You're going to get too old for this hill. And what my will said was, maybe so, but not today. Not today. Today, I can keep running. And that belief, which was true, was enough to enable me to choose to do what was needed in that moment. Dallas goes on. We seek to know truth and we teach others. There is a God. This is his world and we with it. This God is totally good and totally competent. He comes to us in Jesus Christ, whom we can totally trust. And we know that this is true. We are taught that this is true. And the seal of it, the great affirmation is that when he got to the end of his life and it looked like it was not true and they hung him on a cross and threw him in a tomb and said to him, the Roman Empire, um, worldly might, death and sin have reigned over this sorry dark world for thousands of years and hold human beings in their grip. Death is so strong. It has been mocking for people for millennia and will mock them for millennia more. And on the third day, Jesus said, maybe so, but not today, not today. And he left the tomb. Uh, Dallas writes, respecting the priority of the mind in spiritual formation means that we seek to understand these things and to help others understand them we can choose to turn our minds towards these truths. Belief will come as God's gift within the hidden depths of our life and will grow under the nurture of the Word and the Spirit. So, uh, today, don't try to make yourself believe anything. Just seek to understand. Just be open before God. Just be honest and real. Just fill your mind, my mind, with words and images and remembrances of the life and person of Jesus. I'll see you next time.